This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Hi, good morning, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode. Before we get into today's episode, I'm going to ask everyone like I always do, Please, if you're not already following the podcast on Apple and Spotify and Instagram and reviewing it, rating it, sharing it with a friend on your stories, please, please, please do that. We've grown this collective so much lately and I'm so excited and so happy and I can't wait to grow it even more. Also, if you haven't joined our group chat, make sure to join it. It is actually my favorite thing in the entire world. Everyone is so freaking sweet. Everyone gives advice. Everyone asks questions. Everyone's so supportive, so kind. Literally last night, they were having a whole conversation and it made me so, so happy. So if you haven't joined the group chat, please do. The link will be down in our show notes. So I asked on Instagram what topics you guys wanted to hear on the podcast And one of the most requested topics was to just kind of do a chit chat, life update, and just share my life with you guys. So that's what today's episode is going to be all about. I also have some massive life changes that have happened, and I'm going to give my tips and my tricks on how I cope with a lot of change happening in my life. But to start, I want to first mention that I am still doing my 100 miles in 30 days challenge. I have five more days and I think I have around 20 more miles. So I got to get my shit together a little bit and I got to finish this out. But it's been really good. It's been really good. It's been really challenging. I wanted to do active miles, so I didn't really want to count my day to day movement. I wanted to count me actually having to physically decide that I was going to go for a walk. So I'm regretting that now, but it's been really good to just kind of challenge myself both physically and mentally, just knowing that I have this goal I want to meet and this goal I want to attain. So it's just been forcing me to make sure that I am doing things every single day in order to meet this goal that I've set. Another thing that's been going on in my life lately is that I kind of talked about it last week, but I've started therapy again. I've started therapy again. I went on a little bit of a hiatus just because there was a bit of an issue with me living in Pittsburgh, my therapist being from Canada. So I talked about better help last week on my episode, and that's been my source of therapy. So I have a session booked for next week. I'm super excited, but I started talking to one therapist and I just kind of felt like we didn't really mesh. She didn't have kind of the mannerisms that I was wanting in a therapist and each person's super different. Everyone wants different things out of therapy and everyone wants different things out of their therapist. So I actually decided to switch my therapist and it was so easy. It was so easy. I just said, literally, I want to switch. And they gave me a whole list of all these therapists that matched what I was wanting. And I got to go through, filter through. I even had Dean look at them and we chose on a therapist that I think will be really, really good. So I have my first session next week. But this time around when I'm starting therapy, 
I don't have any life crisis that I feel like I need to talk through. When I was in therapy a few years ago, I had very specific things that have happened to me that I had to go to therapy and talk out. Like that was my only option was to go and talk these things out because they were so intense and causing so much distress in my life. Now when I'm going to therapy this time, I just kind of want to go in order to just have a safe space to vent about certain things. I don't have anything super pressing that I need to talk about. I don't have any life events that are super critical that I feel like I need to talk about. I just want to go and talk about everything going on and just how I'm feeling day by day. And I think that's one of the biggest things with therapy and one of the biggest misconceptions is that people think you have to go to therapy only if something very traumatic has happened to you. And that's not the case. You could literally be living your best life and you could be feeling so confident and so happy with yourself and still go to therapy. It's a very good place to have just a safe space to be able to talk about things and work through emotions. And a lot of the time things get brought up that you kind of didn't even think about because you may have felt the need to suppress those emotions. So it's a really good experience and it's a really good way to look internally, build some confidence within yourself and really get to know yourself a lot better. If you are wanting to go to therapy and you are wanting to start, but you don't know where to start and you don't know how, I do have a link for BetterHelp down in the show notes. Of course, you're welcome to use it. You're welcome to not use it, but BetterHelp did sponsor last week's episode and I have personally started using them and I'm obsessed with it so far. So if you do feel like you need kind of a little bit of a push or just a place to start because it's very hard to find a therapist that can work for you. Feel free to use the link down in the description. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. 
Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Okay, another thing that's been going on lately, and you're all going to be so freaking proud of me, but I have been the most balanced queen ever. I have literally been so freaking balanced, it's actually insane. And you're probably like, okay, what are you talking about? Basically, When I used to go out with friends or make plans with friends, it was once in a blue moon. I would see people, I'm not even trying to be dramatic, once every few months because to me, it was such a big event. To me, I was like, we're going to go out, we're going to have a drink, and I have to go hard. I was in a all or none type of mentality, and I thought that when I went out with my friends, I had to drink a lot, I had to eat all the food, I had to stay out late, and honestly, it exhausted me, and then I wouldn't see anyone for months at a time because I was like, I can't go through this again. So this year starting school, I've decided that I was going to be more balanced. And when I go out with friends, I'm going to have maybe one drink or have a bite of something or stay out a little bit later than normal, but then also still be able to come home at a decent time. And that's exactly what I've been doing. If you've seen me on Insta lately, then you'll know that I've been going out quite a bit, but Normally, I will drive and I will have one drink while I'm there. I'll eat some food with my friends. I'll spend some time with them and then I'll be home by 8 or I'll be home by 9 p.m. and I can still go to bed, wake up early the next day and get my shit done that I have to do because it used to be a whole event and the next day I was not able to do anything because I'd be hungover or I'd be so exhausted or I would just have a lot of anxiety about the day before or whatever it was. So it's way better to have this balanced lifestyle. And that is what I'm realizing. And I've been going out randomly on Thursdays or a Friday, or Dean and I are going to go on a date night tomorrow. And I know that we'll drive, we'll have one drink, we'll be home. And it's a great way to socialize, a great way to see people, a great way to get out of my head, a great way to calm my anxiety. But I'm not in an all or none mentality. 
And so I can go out, see people, have fun, but still make sure that I am doing things to actively reach my goals. Okay, also some exciting news, but I have submitted my secondaries for med school and I only didn't get one secondary from one school, which I'm still a little pissed about because I'm confused why I didn't. So I don't, I don't know. University of Colorado, let me know. But I've submitted my secondaries to every other school. So now we just cross our fingers. We see what happens. We hope I get an interview. And I've been telling everyone that I just need to get to the interview. I need to get to the interview because I think that's where I'm going to shine. I don't really think that my academic history is necessarily what's going to make me stand out from everyone. But I do think that my personality and the way that I can interview is what's going to make me stand out. And so (laughs) I'm just really hoping that I get to the interviews and we just see what happens. Another super exciting thing that's happening next week is Helfrich Collective is having a photo shoot for our athletic wear that's coming out super, super soon. If you've seen on Instagram or I'm no, pretty much Instagram, but I've been kind of teasing the workout sets. I wear them every single day. I wear them to Pilates nonstop. They're actually my favorite thing ever. And we have the photo shoot for it next week and I'm super excited. So make sure that you keep an eye out because they may or may not be launching in two weeks. So make sure you're first to get them because there's a super limited amount, but they are the absolute best thing ever. Okay, so now for the biggest life change that I have to share with you guys. But if you listen to last week's episode, then you will know that we were having a whole immigration issue with Dean and his visa and getting him to come work here. So basically what happened is we decided that he was just going to forego the whole visa. He was going to forego his job. I contacted the senator. Um, If you want to know how crazy I am, this represents it because I literally contacted the senator and I was like, what can we do? This is a situation. And they were fully going to take Dean's case. And then we kind of just decided that it wasn't really worth it to go through all the legal process and everything of trying to get this visa because at the end of the day, it's the border patrol that literally get to choose if he can come through or not, even if you have the senator on your side. And it's just, it's absolutely insane. But so Dean decided that he was going to come here as a visitor instead and stay here for a few months and help with HC, help with the podcast, and help with all this other stuff. So he came here on Friday, and it was the most stressful day of our entire lives, because a big thing is, of course, the Border Patrol has to let you through, because he got denied a visa. There's a lot of scrutiny that kind of goes on. They had to secondary question him, My mom, being the type A lawyer that she is, had all these documents printed for him showing all his ties to Canada so that they knew he was coming home and we weren't trying to do anything sketchy. And I literally walked 10 miles that day because I was so stressed out that I went for like a three hour walk outside. But 
the border agents were super, super nice. They let him through. So he is here and he's moved into my apartment. He'll be here until Christmas. So I have a new roommate. I have a new roommate who has moved into my apartment. And this is basically what we were assuming was going to happen when he had the visa and we thought he was going to come here to work was he was going to move into my apartment. So it's just kind of under diff different circumstances than we originally thought. But I still have a roommate and it's a huge, huge life change for me. A little bit of background on Dean and I, but we've been doing long distance for about a year. So when we are together, we are together 24 seven most of the time. But when we are spending that time together, most of it is that he comes here for a week or I fly home for a few days. And we both kind of have a vacation mindset because that's kind of the only situations that we've really been in where we're together and we're together 24 seven in the same environment in the same home. So it's definitely been weird to have him be here for the past few days. And I have to constantly remind myself that I have all these responsibilities and that my life can't just be put on hold because he's here and because I want to spend time with him. It's also kind of weird to have someone in your space. And I don't live in a massive apartment. It's pretty small and pretty cozy. So it's very weird having someone in the space that it used to just be me. And obviously, I'm super thrilled that he's here. Obviously, it's our space now and just as much his as it is mine. But it's definitely a weird adjustment for us to go from doing long distance for a full year to now living together. If you've ever moved in with a significant other, then you probably understand kind of what I'm saying right now. But it has only been a few days. However, we are getting to know each other and getting to know each other's habits a lot more than we did the whole year that we were doing long distance. Like Dean doesn't turn the lights off. He literally does not turn the lights off and he's in the other room right now and he can definitely hear me saying this, but he does not turn the lights off and it is my biggest pet peeve and I have to constantly remind him to turn off the lights. Like when you leave the bathroom, turn the light off. What a psychopath. Who does not turn it off? So that's one thing that I had to learn about him. And that's something that we're trying to overcome. And also, he was literally in my apartment for a few minutes. And he already was starting to organize everything and telling me that we needed to get new cleaner for the counter because he hated the cleaner that I had and we had to change things. And it was just extremely overwhelming. And it still is a little bit overwhelming, to be honest, but it has only been a few days, so it will get better as time goes on. But it's definitely a massive adjustment, and it's definitely a big life change that I have to cope with and I have to adapt to. And it's also a massive life change for Dean. He completely uprooted his life and moved countries and is living somewhere that he doesn't know this town, he doesn't know this city. And so it's a huge adjustment for him too. And not only that, but now he's living with me and there's two people and it's a lot of compromise and it's a very big thing that we have to kind of navigate, navigate through and learn to <laughs> cohabitate together and live together. And 
It's exciting, but it's also a very weird concept. So I know that a lot of people listening have probably gone through big life changes. A lot of people have probably, you're probably going through them right now, to be honest. And I just think it's the start of fall, the start of new semesters. A lot of people move to go to school. A lot of people move to go to work. A lot of people go through these changes in life. And so I want to talk about how I'm coping with it and how I'm dealing with these big changes because it's very stressful. Even good change is stressful. And it's really important to know how to kind of work through it and how to get through it. The biggest thing that I am doing currently, and I always do whenever I have a big life change, is I remind myself that everything takes time. So everything that is now familiar, just think about it. Everything that is now your norm was once new and you had to get used to it and you had to adapt. I think about me moving to Pittsburgh last year. This is now my norm. I'm used to my apartment. I'm used to driving places. I'm used to going to school. I'm used to doing all this stuff. It wasn't my norm a year ago. It was a massive change in my life and it took time to be able to adapt to it and for it to become familiar. Also, just think about starting school. Think about when you first start school and it could be the start of a new year. It could be the start of a new program, a new environment. And the first few weeks or even the first few months, you're going to be lost. You're going to not know where you're going. You're not going to know where your classes are. You're not going to know what your teacher is expecting of you. You're not going to know people in your classes, etc. But then by mid-semester, typically you get into your groove and it becomes your new norm and you're comfortable and you understand what's expected of you and you start to thrive. Same thing with any big life update. Things take time and it's very easy to say that and it's a lot harder to actually believe it when you're in the middle of that situation. But constantly just remind yourself that things take time. Things take time, you will become adjusted to it and it will become so comfortable and familiar to you. Another massive thing that I've been saying to myself lately is that change is good. Change is good and it's a good thing that this is happening. Even if you can't see it in the moment, even if you think it's a bad sort of change, just remind yourself that everything's working out the way it's supposed to. And as a girl who gets very overwhelmed by change, which I know is a little shocking considering my life path, but I get very stressed out when things change. I remind myself that it is a good thing. Change helps you grow and it helps you to evolve and it creates new norms that you never thought you would have. If you look back on your life and you look at all the things that have happened and the things that have made you into who you are right now, all of that is because things had to change. If things didn't change, you would have always been in the same path. You would have always been stagnant. You would have never grown. And I think about that all the time. Like I said, me moving to Pittsburgh is one of the biggest changes that has happened to me. So I'm going to use that as my example again. But when I moved here and I started my PhD program, I was terrified. I was so freaking scared. I thought I wasn't smart enough to do it. I thought I wasn't able to do it. 
But as time went on, I got more comfortable. I felt more confident in my abilities. And now the person that I am right now is a thousand percent different than the person I was even a year ago. And a lot of people can vouch for that. I have grown so much and I have learned so much just by doing my PhD and moving to Pittsburgh on my own. And if that change would have never happened, I probably would not be the same person that I am right now. I know for me personally, when big life changes happen, I tend to feel like everything's kind of crumbling and I tend to feel like I don't have control over the situation. And that's what scares me the most is I am a person that likes to be in control. I'm a person that I like to know what's coming next. I like to have a plan. I like to be prepared. And when big life changes happen, good or bad, a lot of the time I have to relinquish that control because I don't know what's going to come from it. I don't know what's going to happen next. And when that happens, I feel super uncomfortable and I feel like I have no sense of stability. So in those situations, I like to create my own norm. I like to create a little bit of a sense of routine and a little bit of a sense of something stable. It's mostly just kind of a comfort to myself. I feel so uncomfortable when I don't have any control in a situation. So I will create some stable routine in order to feel just a little bit more comfortable. So certain ways that I will do this is I will eat the same breakfast every day. And I know for a lot of people, they don't like to eat the same food every day. But for me, when I feel super out of it and I feel super lost and confused having the same food every day for just one meal. I'm not saying you have to eat every single thing the exact same, but having just that one meal every day, it's something that I know is going to happen. It's something that I know is going to always be the same. And it gives me a little bit of stability and a little bit of comfort in a time where everything's so uncertain. I'll also try to go to the gym at the same time every day so that if I wake up and I have anxiety and I'm like, I don't know what this day is going to bring. I don't know what the situation is. I don't feel comfortable in whatever environment I'm in right now. I'm a little bit stressed out, but I know that I have a workout at 7 a.m. I know that Wednesday I have a workout at 7 a.m. I know that on Thursday I have a workout at 7 a.m. I don't know what the rest of the day is going to bring. I don't know what else is going to happen throughout the day, but I know that my workout is at 7 a.m. And it just gives me this sense of knowing because a lot of the time when big changes happen, you almost feel like your whole world got flipped upside down and you don't know anymore. You don't know what's happening. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going on. So knowing that I have a specific thing every day or a specific breakfast that I'm going to eat every day, it brings that sense of comfort and it brings that sense of okay at least this is one thing that I know is going to happen when everything else I'm so uncertain about a massive thing I would advise that when you go through big changes in your life is to talk it out whether that be a therapist or a family member or a friend or your significant other or literally just out loud to yourself Talk it out and seek support. Like I said, I've been super stressed out the past few days and kind of just overwhelmed with having Dean here and trying to figure out how we're going to live together. And so 
I've relied on him a lot to help me work through it and help me talk through it. And I've been talking to him a ton about how I'm feeling, what I'm going through, and then together we can create a plan on what we're going to do to make us both feel more comfortable and how we're going to help each other to feel more comfortable and to really feel more stable in this whole crazy situation that has just happened. I'll also call my mom and I will talk to my mom when I feel like everything's kind of flipped upside down sometimes and she will talk me through it and help me through it. And honestly, a lot of the time, I don't even need people to really give me advice. I just need someone to be there to listen because a lot of the time when I start to talk about how I'm feeling, I can start to kind of work through it myself. And I think that's a really good skill to have. And it could be from therapy. It could just be from growing up and learning different coping mechanisms and really just trying to be so in tune with who I am and how I'm feeling. But a lot of the time, I just need someone to be there to listen. And that's a big thing that I've learned when I feel very unstable and I'm very confused and very uncomfortable in a situation. I have to find people that are solid and can listen to me and then offer advice when I need it. Like I said, no matter what the change is, it can be stressful. And that's a big thing to acknowledge. It's a big thing to acknowledge that even if it's a good change, and obviously Dean moving in with me is a really, really good change, but it's okay for it to still be stressful. And you shouldn't feel bad for feeling some sort of stress or anxiety when things are different than what you're used to. And so talking it out not only helps me to work through it a little bit better in my head and kind of organize things and organize my thoughts, but it helps me to not suppress my emotions and it helps me to not suppress the way that I'm feeling, especially when you're living with someone because if Dean does something, like I said, leave the lights on and I just don't say anything about it or we don't have a talk about it or we don't talk about the stress that we're both feeling living together, then we can start to harbor these negative emotions towards each other and start to build resentment towards each other. And that's the absolute last thing that we want. So it's really important that you can be open and honest and talk through the way that you're feeling and also know that your feelings are justified. One of the things I've learned in therapy is that no matter what you're feeling, your feelings are justified because you have them, because you feel them. And so just know that even if you feel like you're being irrational or your feelings are crazy and you shouldn't be feeling this way, no. No, you can 1000% feel the way that you feel and you are allowed to express them and you are allowed to share them, especially when big changes happen, especially when things happen that just kind of throw you for a loop or take a while to adapt and are just really scary, stressful things. You are 1000% allowed to feel your emotions and you should Find people that you feel comfortable enough to be able to express these emotions to them. The last tip that I'm going to kind of give on coping with changes in your life and things that are outside of your norm are try to write down 
some of the positives of this change, even if it's a really, really shitty change, even if it is a change that really sucks and it's a breakup or it's not being friends with someone anymore or losing a job, those are all massive life changes. And if you look at them on the surface, you would think that they're a horrible change and there's nothing good that could come out of them. But you need to start digging a little bit deeper and you need to try to point out some of the positives that can come from this. For example, Dean doesn't have his job here in Pittsburgh anymore. And looking at that, we thought it was a horrible, horrible situation. We thought it was a big change that sucked. We were like, this sucks. He needs a job. He needs something to do. But digging a little bit deeper into it and actually kind of thinking through it, we've realized that now he can come to one of my really, really close family friends' weddings because he doesn't have to work. And he can find a remote job through Canada. And this can be a time that he puts a lot of effort into his dreams. He has these really, really big aspirations that he wants to do and these really big dreams that he's always had, but he's never had the opportunity to actually go for them. And now he's at a point where he's financially stable. He has somewhere to live. He has all these things that are really benefiting him that now's his time that he can really just go after what he wants to do. But none of this would have ever been possible if the whole visa situation didn't happen, if the immigration stuff didn't happen, if he didn't have to get rid of his job. So in the moment, all of it sucked. In the moment, I've never cried so much and Dean <laughs> has never cried so much. But now we understand that these changes had to happen in order for us to grow, in order for us to adapt to a new situation and basically to reveal a more positive, beneficial path that he's supposed to go on and we're supposed to go on together. And like I said in last week, it's really easy for me to sit here and preach all this to everyone, but we went through this just a few days ago and we went through this and in last week's episode, I even said that these changes are happening. This stuff is happening. I don't know what the goal is. I don't know what's going to happen. And I just had to constantly remind myself that there's a positive to all these situations. And sometimes you have to dig way deeper than others. Sometimes you really, really have to search for it, but you also just have to believe that everything's going to work out in the end the way that it's supposed to. And if it's not working out positively for you, then it's not the end. But that is my big life updates for you guys. Today's episode was definitely a bit more chill. It was definitely a bit more chatty. It was definitely kind of just sharing some stuff that's been going on with me and just letting you guys into my life a little bit more. But thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. As always, please share it on your story. Share it with a friend. I love seeing you guys listening to the episodes on your walks or at the gym or while you're doing homework, whatever. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and I will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. 
Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.